Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. We're back at it with the regulars. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Hey, and I've missed that while. intro. <laughs> yeah, I've usually I hear that it. in my head. I know, I know. <laughs> it's uh, like when people get home, welcome home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's been a while since I've yeah, I've said that. It's been what um three, four weeks? Three, yeah. four weeks easily. Our interview That's with right. uh Russ and Liz, and they're like in a whole nother part of the country now. Like they're heading towards the Pacific Northwest, I think. I'm not sure. I, I saw them last I saw them there in the Grand Tetons. Or was it Yellowstone? One of the Jackson the Wyoming. Yeah, they were up there. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're nice. in it now. They're yeah. in it uh yeah them. so we've had a been do well we've been doing the thing that we talk about on the podcast so yeah it's, yeah we have it's hard to do both so you know we had to go do the things for a little while and now we're we're back here talking about the things we've been doing talk i guess about things yep yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh people do it with doing the things and talking about the things and doing all that all in one it's crazy well i, I think it's because they get paid to talk about those things. <laughs> Bingo. That's, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When 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 you get paid to talk about the things, we would probably make it more of a priority, I guess, to do it. Changes um, things. Yeah. It does it's it true. does? We love you, very loyal listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We don't get paid. Uh, this is fun. Yet. This is fun. It's great yes. to be back with you guys. Gosh, yeah, yeah, I, I've yeah. missed this cold drinks. I'm drinking on. I noticed that we all um, were holding to good overland uh, traditions and had IPAs. And yeah. whiskey. <laughs> yes, IPAs and whiskeys. <laughs> what are you drinking yeah. tonight, Steve? You always have oh, a good collection yes. over there. I'm always so I, I got my New Belgian Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA. So it's a uh, it's a heavy hitter, man. I gave you some of my beers at our our camp trip. This one's nine point five. Wow, ooh, that's a good one. It slaps. That's a it. big boy. That's, that's a, a big tall one boy. That's uh, yeah. That makes your hand look small. It's a thick. <laughs> it does. This guy gets scholarships. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's all right. I've already slammed oh. one of these. So. <laughs> I that's see. great. I uh, see. Uh, <laughs> you let the cat out of the bag. We should totally talk about our, I guess, host retreat. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It trip. was definitely a retreat. Mm-hmm. Camping yep. trip. I don't know. You know, we so we realized we we met on a camping trip, right? Yep. And became friends and got to know each other. Started doing the podcast and never actually like went and did the overlanding together nope. since we started the podcast. Not, nope. not like the full <laughs> not <thing>. one. No. <laughs> no. So we were like, Hey, let's, let's make it a priority. I think it was in the, in the spring, you know, we said, Hey, let's make it a priority. Let's go somewhere this summer, hang out, bring the family and, and do some camping. And so we yep. did it. And did man, it. was that a cool, cool trip? It was, it really uh, was. I mean, was we, one. we did it in the, like, God, it was just a heat wave, right? So I don't yeah. know who found it. I think yeah, major Jeff or LJ. It we was were FA. Go. Yeah, oh, it was Jeff. Okay, so yeah, we um, sneaky spot. Yeah, we were going to go to, yeah, was it Land Between we Lakes can't. or something? Yeah, right? we were going to go to LBL. I won't mention the spot we went to. But no, we, went, no, we can't do we that. We got some elevation, and it was gorgeous. 
absolutely gorgeous. So, yeah, it was it was uh, 93 at the bottom of the mountain driving up. And we got to the top. It was I think it was 78. Yeah, it was a pretty substantial difference in temps. So it had a big, big drop. We yeah. were in the we were in the state of Georgia, people. We we, we didn't go like out west. No, this we was... didn't. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Maybe no. maybe next year we'll go out west as a big uh <laughs> yeah. Why not host retreat? I why not? It. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so went up there. Um, super cool spot. They had a, really cool. a little body of water to to get mm-hmm. uh, get the boats out in. Um, some hiking trails for the kids. Nice clean yep. campsites to to run around on 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 a, on the lake. You know, there was yeah. no like we like it was farther to go to the car than it was to go to the <laughs> it lake. Was. It was <laughs> yep, yeah. It was. No, it was awesome. Uh, kids just out swimming all day, hanging in the hammocks, fishing. It was the it was a life, and, yep. and it didn't get above like eighty five. And if you've been in the South weather. with us this summer, you know how hot it's been. It's been a real yeah. summer down here. Mm-hmm. As it, it is currently 87 degrees in my garage as we Ugh. record this podcast. Steve, and your garage is not underground like mine is. So no. I, you're, you're feeling it right now. <laughs> yes, it's it's <laughs> scorching right now. So, <laughs> uh, What was y'all's favorite part of the, of the trip? Uh, for me, it was honestly just just spending time with y'all like as tacky as that sounds like i really enjoy spending that that quality time with you guys and tearing um, up right now Steve. Uh, <laughs> so am i so i have a whole spiel a whole monologue no um it was so kind of two parts for me it was spending time with y'all and then watching your kids enjoy the time outdoors was was special to me because i have you know, I have uh, my daughter, Olivia, and she's seven months now, so she's not old enough yet to to play with your kids. But it was always, it, it was fun just being able to watch and see your your kids uh, run around and, and play and enjoy the, the outdoors. Observe them yelling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so this is what my future holds. Okay, got it. <laughs> Jeff is not the same guy as he was when I talked to him on the podcast. No. <laughs> Oh man, mine mine probably was the light show on the last oh, night, and oh, and that yes. does coincide with with quality bro time that that yep. fall that falls in your favor because it was just you know the kids were asleep in the tents and trailer, and and yeah, we were just hanging epic. out having a beer, and so we were so high in the elevation that there were these summer storms that were going through, but they were kind of going around us yeah on the mountain, and so you would it would be like crazy lightning and thunder that just kind of moved all around yeah. us yep. and you know we were under a shelter we, we were safe it wasn't mm-hmm. like really windy but it was no. just crazy 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 light show that was yeah. probably the highlight of the trip for me yeah that's it was cool because like you could hear like you can hear the the thunder off in the distance and then it would like roar up the mountain yeah. and then kind of die back down it was just like this really cool ambiance so yeah that was that yeah. was really cool was to be able rain. to witness <clears throat> yep got some chill we got some cold chills so you know summer middle of summer and steve's like i'm gonna go get my jacket he put his yeah, sweatshirt yeah. On it was like some cold <laughs> breezes coming through i was like mm-hmm. oh man it's awesome uh i think jeff, it dipped down to like lows good i was gonna say i was gonna say uh jeff 
with the cooking was another one of oh, oh yes this man brought the whole kitchen <laughs> give me the pizzas the whole <laughs> kitchen there's no oh, choice you just had to eat God, it that's amazing yeah if i tried to refuse it i was like no no like it's for your kids he's like shut up here's a breakfast pizza shut up here's a <laughs> dessert pizza <laughs> it was so good dude it was so oh good. wait you didn't have enough here's a breakfast yeah. one for you. <laughs> Here, eat, just finish it up <laughs> oh man it was okay yeah i mean i think we did i brought 12 uh 12 things of dough for pizzas on the on the 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 uh, uni wood-fired grill not sponsored ah, bless that it was so but, awesome that was yeah, awesome it was it was not, it's nice to go with a group of people so one of my favorite things was just cooking just the food and just like having everyone come over. Like I love like just yep. having everything set up just that so everyone can kind of come and just like, dude, if I'm offering, don't be like, Oh, I don't want to have it. And chomp, chomp, chomp. You know? <laughs> it's like, dude, if there's food on the table and I say, come grab it, I'm no chef yep. or anything, but yeah. um, oh, I'm oh. getting good at pizzas, uh, dessert pizzas, <laughs> breakfast pizzas, all the, yep. all the pizzas. So that, that was good. That was, uh, yeah, that was awesome. That yeah, I liked was... the, I liked the area because we had enough room for all of us to be in one. So the yeah. spot we had on the second night, um, LJ was there with his cruiser um, and his tent. And I had mm-hmm. my trailer and my truck all in the same campsite. And then Steve was just right up behind us. With yeah, his, right like, across the road. With no kids, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, looked like, yeah. it looked like no one was even camping there. There was just a tent out and an awning, yeah. so. <laughs> and you come over to ours and it's like there's it's kids like toys there's squirt guns yeah. there's there's hammocks <laughs> up and down it's like yeah. it's all over the place it's awesome so yeah it's it was great. fun just hanging out and just just hang like you don't get time especially like when you go camping with someone with kids you don't get the time usually if they don't have kids because mm-hmm. you're occupying your kids time but when you start going with other families and stuff yeah. it slowly becomes easier and you just kind of just like give people food and snacks and like yeah. someone's like, I want a Gatorade and you just pulled out your fridge and then yeah. it's out of LJ's fridge next time. And it's like, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, Capri suns and Gatorades everywhere. Yeah. All the juice boxes, uh, <laughs> even the adult juice boxes. Yes. On our hikes. Yeah. Those were, nice. flow, those were flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those were nice. Uh, swimming. That was good. Good stuff. Oh, that was fun. Yep. The paddle boards, the k- kayaks or canoes. And it's yeah, a kayak. We did all, yeah. we we had everything, so, man. It was awesome. So, I, I mean, I, I remember this, and I know you guys do, but do you remember running across the paddle boards? Yeah, I had a bruise yes. on my hip. Like oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. oh, no. I ate it hard on the last one. Yeah, like, you did. You ate yeah. it, dude. <laughs> I was trying to get to the end, and that thing went off from under me, and I yeah. wish went sweet hit music on the side of that paddleboard. <laughs> man, I had to take a couple deep breaths after that one. That one hurt. Oh, yeah, I was laughing so hard. So so for you guys that weren't there, obviously, um, there was a dock across from where we camped, and Steve brought his uh, stand-up paddleboard, and I brought mine. They're inflatable ones, so they're somewhat um, soft, but mm-hmm. we were – the kids steve mentioned he said when you go when you go on an activity with your kids you have to have an activity while you're doing that activity yeah i'm like i haven't noticed that so we were on a hike and then the kids are like they want something else to do on the hike so then Mm -hmm. they're like jumping around doing like flips and finding things and you know whatever it is 
So then we were on the dock swimming and it clicked in my head and I was like, Oh, I got to find something else for them to do because they're <laughs> bored of jumping in and out of the water. So yeah. I'm like, Hmm, let's line up these paddle boards and see how far the kids can run across <laughs> them. So we put them end to end LJ's in the water, holding one. I think I was holding one on the dock yep. and getting yep. the kids and they're running across it, falling, jumping off. And then LJ and I come in there and just do a bunch <laughs> of goofy stuff and paddle boards are flying left and right. Yeah. It was Awesome. The kids, are, the kids are so light that they can just yeah. run across it, oh, and, yeah. and it doesn't do anything, and it's, no. it's no big deal. But it's scary for them because they saw the adults do it first, and yeah. we are yeah. old dads that are out of shape and <laughs> trying to run across paddle boards at, yeah. at middle age, right? Like we are what you expect to see. Like this is, they're, yeah. you know, they're, they're, we're not yeah. D one athletes here. We're yeah. just. We're just you know yeah and so we're trying to do this and we're like you know falling off and yeah. so the kids like it's real scary so they're having yeah. fun but they're they're completely safe and then we're over here slipping and cracking hips and <laughs> i mean we had the whole place to ourselves. there was no one else there because it stormed the first night and two or three people left that were on the lakefront site yeah. so we were there just like i mean there was no one else on the on the mountain yeah. really it's you know a good amount of time to drive up to the top there's no cell cell reception so that was the other piece that was nice is you're not checking in with things and stuff yeah so. that led a revolution for me yeah that's, that's uh, right free since our retreat wow that's yes. awesome i didn't that's know awesome. if yeah. i really existed for like a week though when I, yeah. um, I was like, do I exist if I'm not on yeah. Instagram engaging with these people? Yep. Um, good news good for you, man. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Um, I can think in long form again. Good. I don't think in 30 second increments anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you just need that detox, you know? And so, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> kudos to you, man, for making that, making that change. You realized something wasn't was a miss and you made it that weekend you yeah, that, that jumping like, off point i don't know if it's like permanent or anything hey it's right now if but, it's anything just to reset you know yeah i was like you know it's been so, kind of nice not having that i'm just gonna yeah. keep doing it for a little bit yeah and awesome it's been i don't know a few weeks now you got your jeep like done while that <laughs> you know it's funny on, so it's funny how i got <laughs> off social media and all of a sudden my got shit done yeah getting completed um man there are many projects in my house too that have been completed in the last few weeks that <laughs> nice. might have been hanging around for a while. And I'm like, well, I mean, I got 20 minutes and yeah. I can get that knocked out in that time where I may have been like, oh, death scroll in the world. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, the Jeep did get done. That was that was nice. That's super exciting. Got the alignment on it today. So oh, okay. So she's around. good to go, ready to roll. Yeah, yeah good nice. to go uh the guys the guys over at mill creek just kind of looked it over for me well if you get alignment you, know, you kind of got to like check it all yeah yeah definitely. All that stuff. yeah well it's up on the lift too it's so much easier to get underneath there yeah so i was like check it all out um so yeah they they you know took them a little while to get all the alignment right but got that mm -hmm. nice and dialed in and yeah so tell tell everybody exactly like what you've done like what, what you started with and then like what it is to today all right, just for this pot for, for, for this project, we basically upgraded the axles and suspension, okay. um, which is you know for an old Jeep like that, it's just leaf springs, mm -hmm. um, shocks, axles, 
brake components because yep. we did put a lift on it. So I needed to put extended lines. So soft brake lines were, were, were replaced. And then I had to do some components with the brakes as well mm-hmm. to accommodate for the disc brake addition in the rear from a drum mm-hmm. brakes. Um, yeah. So but basically everything that, you know, the frame body engine, every transmission all set on the frame, everything below mm-hmm. that got, got replaced. Everything that hangs off. Yeah. Five yeah. shafts, spring shocks, anything that hangs off. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. I got from the transfer case out got completely replaced in this in this <laughs> cycle of, that's a lot of stuff it was it took yeah. me like i mean from start to finish i kind of did it took me like a total of three months time um but i only could only work in like four to six hour increments once a week mm-hmm. right like yeah. and so it might be it could be like a tuesday morning at 4 30 i wake up and can't go to sleep and i'm like all right well i got three hours i'm just gonna go down there and knock this piece out and mm. I'd get a certain certain piece of it done, get a little bit further down the road. Um, and like the Sunday, this last Sunday, I got we got back from a little staycation and everybody fell asleep at one o'clock. And I was like, I'm gonna oh, go yeah. do the breaks. Going. Going. Oh, <laughs> and you know, by the time everybody woke up, I was like, I'm an hour away. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, got it all done on on Sunday. Um, awesome. but yeah, so started with just new axles. I had an axle seal that kept leaking on mm-hmm. my old axles. They were original axles, AMC 20 and a Dana 30. So your wow. basic stock axles yep. on a Jeep CJ. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd upgrade them to one piece axles. It kind of does it gives some, some good maintenance, but I had an axle seal that kept every thousand miles. It kept failing on me. Mm. Um, and I'd have to like get new bearings, get those pressed on. It was this whole, you know, two to $300 process because yeah. I don't have, a press in my, you know, suburbia garage. <laughs> sure. Change <laughs> <laughs> it out. So, um, I was like, I'm done with it. Uh, I've been talking about getting a new axle, upgrading mm-hmm. to disc brakes. want to do that. So I was like, I'm going to do that. So I started really researching it. And mm-hmm. when I started really researching it, I realized that if I want to do the front axle or the rear axle, I need to probably also do the front axle. Yeah. Okay. It's because if you're going to drive it off road. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise yeah. on the street. <laughs> And I was like, if you're doing this, just do it all at once. Um, so I ended up going with uh, East Coast Gear Supplies, um, Dana 44s. They have like a whole nice. package that they have for <laughs> the Jeep CJs. Um, I'll share this out with you guys so you can kind of see. <clears throat> Close this out of the way. So, yeah, so it's a Dana 44. <laughs> it's basically a Dana 44 off of like a GMC 1500 half ton pickup. So you see like your, and and this, this gave me a little bit of an issue because all the extended brake lines I kept getting for Jeeps Mm. had the fitting on the front for a Jeep caliper and not a GM Uh, half ton caliper. (laughs) And so I had to kind of do some finagling and, and got lucky um, with with one of my suppliers to be able to make me some, some brake lines that would work. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got a one ton steering. I went with the high steer kit as well. So it helps with the geometry of, mm-hmm. of everything to keep it all nice and, and good. Um, chromoly shafts. I mean, these things are built. Yeah. yeah. They looked huge. Wow. Um, 1310 U bolts. Yeah. And the rears are 1350 U bolts. Okay. Ooh. Um, which nice. I think is what's on our land cruisers, right? 1350. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't, yeah. So, so went through, went through all that. Um, and, and when I was doing that, I was waiting for the axles to get in. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, I probably need to go ahead and just 
change the suspension out as well while I'm here. Yeah. And we got these axles. We probably just need to go ahead and put 35s or 37s on it if we're doing this the subgrade. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of snowballed into. <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's repaint the bathroom. And before yeah. you, you've gutted the whole thing, right? Yeah. Same concept. Yeah. That's how it the works. Jeep. Yeah. And so, yeah, went through and also got the Rubicon Express four and a half inch lift kit and um, threw some uh, 35s on it as so well. So what was the lift that you had on it before? It was the BDS two and a half inch lift. So it was a good okay. lift. Um, so you two, you're two inches. Two inches. Um, I had 32 inch tires on it. So it was a good little moderate, you know, build mm-hmm. on it. Um, no lockers or anything, just regular old Jeep. We ran the Red Clay Rally in it. That was one of the times that that axle seal blew. Um, mm, it blew again after right. that. Um, that's when I was like, I'm done with this. We're just going to replace it. Um, but yeah, so um, it is a, you know, it's a Jeep, old Jeep, man. That's yeah. four low. It's comfortable. Like that is what those things were built. Yeah. They were built to be on a trail. Um, yep. They really come with their element out there. Um, and I'm really excited about these. We got a- ARB lockers and the axles as nice. well. Yeah. 456 gears. Man. So it's, <sighs> super peppy you, got, you have two vehicles that are front and rear locked i do that's <laughs> wild dude that's tell me you have a problem without telling me you have a problem yeah, it's, right? excessive. <laughs> it's excessive um and i only own one pair of uh, aftermarket lights so hey there you go a light to locker ratio lockers, and you, you put those on <laughs> after the lockers i did i put, yeah, I you put those put on out of necessity rest. right necessity. That's, that's, yep yeah, yeah. the lights did go on after the lockers yeah. for everyone that's listening <laughs> and has said lockers before light light bars um listen to lj he, he knows what's up <laughs> i'm learning well yeah. i'm learning you know and yeah. whenever whenever i put the lockers in the land cruiser and you know that kind of happened out mm-hmm. of wasn't necessity but you know work had to get done and if you're doing that work you might as well upgrade mine as well yep it's and like then, it's like a 30 percent increase maybe dude, when you will with lockers Mm-hmm. It's it's so different. Like yeah. oh. you lock the rear. I mean, just the rear locker, just having that like makes a world of difference in yep. moving through anything you want to really move through. A front mm-hmm. locker makes you like not invincible, but it makes you where you can crawl pretty good. Yeah. But even just that rear locker in the Land Cruiser, it just with the right momentum with that rear locker, mm-hmm. it's gonna push you through most anything you want to get through. Yeah. And yours, so you when you wired your lockers on your hundred series, you have a button for the front and a button for the rear, right? Correct. Totally, totally independent, which is really cool because sometimes you don't need both locked. If you're in an obstacle off camber and your front tire, you're trying to climb on your front tire, there's no reason to do the back. See, that's what I never understood is like the like the like the factory lockers from Toyota was like lock rear then lock front like you can't select individually now what are the chances of actually only needing your front it's pretty rare without the rears but there is a use case for it right like exactly what you said off camber your front wheels are grabbing let's just lock the front so i can't lock my front um without my rear locks ARB, oh, yeah. Well, uh, are you doing ARB or are you doing ARB? Yeah, it's a so safety, airlock. Yeah, uh, okay. I do remember ARB mechanism. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. For for the front locker to work, you have to have the rear locker engaged. Got it. But yeah. the rear, those the rear engaged isn't as much of a hindrance as the front. So that's the that's the yeah. point of it. Is like, okay, hey, you're in a sticky situation. Use mm-hmm. the rear. 
and you can still steer. Otherwise, you lock that front and mm-hmm. you know, there's a guy I was talking to that did G Spinner in a hundred series and he had just gotten front and rear lockers and I guess it was an obstacle and had his wheels turned and his front locked and like goosed it and mm-hmm. basically like stripped out his steering box because Whoa. of the the <clears throat> amount of uh Ooh. Torque uh, in there, yeah. From the from the front locker. So, you know, something's wow. gonna go at that point. And that mm-hmm. that locker carrier is really, really strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and locker and CVs. The, yeah. the thing is with the locker, it's it's and it, you say this a lot is the vehicle that you buy. I mean, doing a locker and sliders, like you can go anywhere. And with yeah, the locker, um you're at a point to get so much traction and it's so, so much um, stronger because the issue with the, the hundred series and any front independent um, suspension is you start spinning a tire, you're spinning that tire. And how much does your tire weigh? 75 pounds. Usually. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing 33, 75 ish pounds, you're doing 35s with wheels, you know, getting into that 80, 85, 80, pounds. 85. Yeah you imagine spinning 85 pounds around and then just stopping it instantly and having an engine that has at least 250 horsepower, Mm -hmm. you know, 200 plus torque. Yeah. I mean, something has to spin. And when all the weight shifts down on that front tire, it's the tire, it's the axle, it's the drive shaft, it's the transfer case. And the weakest link is going to go. Yeah. And that's like the Tacomas and the Forerunners, they blow those front axles because you're heavy on the throttle. If you had a locker in there, you're not spinning because yeah. if you're spinning all four tires, you're not going to get up it. Yeah. It, it, you're just not. If it's on a hard rock or something, you're just not. Until if you're on like slick rock or, or not slick rock, but you know, Moab, mm-hmm. your tires start heating up, they get a little sticky. But yeah, that tr- helps. The trick is, is spinning them really slow. And, you know, the lower transfer case gears allow you to put more um, RPMs yeah. into it and go slower. So you don't have to spin. Yeah. So, you know, with a front locker, you think it puts a lot more stress on it, which it does. But if you're easy on it, yeah, it's you're, you're going to win either way. Yeah. You don't have to, you, with the lockers, you, if all your lockers are engaged, you shouldn't be goosing it at that point. Right. Like if you can't get no, out yeah. with the torque with all four yeah. lockers engaged, you're, you're probably not going to get out. Like you said, Jeff, unless mm-hmm. you're on that, you know, on a, on a sandpaper rock surface, but here on the <laughs> East coast, you're, you're not helping yourself there with that. No. no. Uh, and you're, that's when you're going to break something, but yeah, that was, that was also one of the thoughts in this build is going with 35s and Dana 44s is I can pretty much open throttle this thing and I shouldn't break anything. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, you should be no. pretty solid with that. Now. Uh, I was when I was ordering drive shafts, uh, I went through with Tom Woods and I was talking to the guy on the phone about it. And I was like, I was asking him if I should upgrade to thir- 1350 U joints mm-hmm. on the for the yokes on the transfer case. And he was like, Well, and he asked me my transfer case was. And I was like, Well, what do you want to break your transfer case or U joints? And I was like, U joints. He goes, 13 tens. <laughs> yeah. You want to do it. Yeah. Um, kind of like the one of those, uh, what are they called? Like uh, it's a fusible link, right? Where the, the least expensive object is going to go first. And that's what you want. If anything is to fail. Yeah. That so. was a light bulb moment for me. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, you almost want to create a breaking 
like, you know, I've always, I've always, as, as I've the last couple of years been building these vehicles and getting really mm-hmm. into it, I always have tried to go towards like build it to where something can't break. And it never crossed yeah. my mind of like, well, actually, you why don't, don't you yeah. kind of build a break point in there? That's <laughs> yep. easy to replace and low cost that if yeah. you do break something, then, you know, it's just a U-joint and you yeah. put your new U-joint in and you can get off the trail instead of it being a transfer case and you can't go anywhere because you don't have yep. any ability to move your wheels. <laughs> yep. I've yeah. heard of guys doing that with CVs. So instead of grenading the front diff, they'll get like a Napa CV, which isn't yeah. nearly as strong as a, as a Toyota OEM CV, but that's going to go before the front diff. And Correct. then you can just replace it on the trail. You know, that's so fucking logical. God. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. What you talk it's, about it. It makes like, I never thought about it before, but it makes so much sense. What yep. are we looking at Jeff? <laughs> is you a big, uh, big fork? <laughs> showing you what not to do with goose oh, is this four wheel burnouts <laughs> yeah, yeah four wheel burnouts i think your tire got stuck in that hole yeah and so just kind of locked you down i went wheeling with my buddy ashley right i mean the day after i got these new tires <laughs> and i was just wanted to try them out yeah <laughs> and he sat there and his commentary on the video is like up oh, jeff's over here destroying his brand new set of tires <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, and, and I was just goosing it with all four tires yeah. spinning, and it's yeah, it's kind it's of a tricky obstacle though, because like once that rear tire gets in that hole, then your front tire has to get up over that little hump. So yeah, you're climbing you get kind of weird, yeah, stuck so right in there. The the whole point was is you're climbing, you're when you're sitting there goosing it, it doesn't do anything. Like you can mm-hmm. goose it as much as you want, yeah, and unless you're in a buggy. Or something, you're not gonna get your your vehicle. My vehicle weighs way too much. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't really matter at that point. Yeah. The friction Um, that you're gonna get from your tires won't overcome the weight of the vehicle. No, it's not. Yeah. So basically, the last ten minutes was lockers before light bars. Yes. Lockers (laughs) before light bars. Uh, I still don't have any lights on the Jeep, so we're we're doing good. good. Uh, my lockers nice. are not actually like fully ready to go yet either. I, I still need to install the compressor, run airlines, and do all the wiring for the switches. Yeah, uh, and all that good stuff. But you know, big big victory this week, getting it road worthy again. I'm driving it. Uh, it's nice. so nice. To, yeah, it's I been bet. a while since it's been driven. I mean, it's this is kind of this time last year was when that axle seal went out, and so I parked yeah. it for a while while I yeah. saved up for all the ax for the axles and everything, and collected parts. Like I'm looking at my my air compressor right here. Did you get an ARB single or? Oh, cool. fuck that! Oh, <laughs> nice. There you go. Get the ARB dual. <laughs> Gotta get it, man. You're going to be airing up those 35s. You got it. It already takes fucking forever with the dual compressor to air up 35s. Ah, I can imagine how long yeah. it takes with a single compressor. I uh, imagine double the time, but yeah, so, it's quick maths. Yeah, like, <laughs> what, if, what if you did this? So instead of spending the $600 in the ARB twin, you Too just late. drive, you just, you just drive <laughs> home with the air down tires. <laughs> he doesn't run patties. You know, so <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, those I mean, 35s are from your uh 
Lancuser, right? They are. Um, nice. I, I'll upgrade. Like tires will be the last thing that I do in this whole phase. Um, yeah. But I, I will eventually upgrade the tires. Right now, those will just those will do to get me moving again. Um, yeah, I've got a few other things in the list before the rally. I want to get to an upholster, upholsterer, mm-hmm. and uh, get like kind of like a bimini top made. So oh, nice! Actual top over yeah. my head, so if it does rain, I'm not just getting ah. completely drenched. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to use my hard top in the rally. Because yeah, old. you don't want to crack it. No, it's old and it's rare. Yeah. Hard top. There's a uh, there's like an awning sailcloth place. A very rare vehicle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What were you saying about uh, like a soft awning place? Yeah, there's like a between Brentwood and Nashville. There's a place. Um, I think they cut they they just do like custom awnings for houses and stuff. Oh yeah, so maybe they they could some you know fab something up for you. I mean, I imagine that's probably the easiest thing for them to do. Yeah, it should be pretty easy. Like I can just put some buttons in yeah. a little cage and pull the dot know, buttons, little, little tiny buttons in the cage and. Mm-hmm snap them all in and then it can just stay on there. So I got to get that done. I'm going to get the four to one transfer case kit, get a little bit lower ratio crawl in mode. I'm going to see if I can find a five speed transmission. Maybe Um, that'd be nice because the three speeds that I have now Mm -hmm. are quite a a lot. Oh, it's only three. Yeah. The three speed transmission, three speed. Damn. Oh, and right you're now, you're gonna go with the five speed manual, or are you gonna try to find a five speed auto? I'll probably go automatic. I don't feel like okay. doing that. Yeah. I was like, that's that's quite a conversion there, man. There's <laughs> a there's a wide there's a five speed they put in the YJs <laughs> that I'm pretty sure, like maybe with an adapter or two, but it's basically like a bolt on where I could just like okay. slide it in, yeah, um, and then put my transfer case on it, and should all just work. So nice. I need to do more research on that, mm-hmm. find one, kind of start doing that process. But after driving it just for the last two days, I was like 45 miles per hour. I'm, I'm not screaming, but yeah, I'm running through some gas. <laughs> yeah. That, that thing is, uh, yeah. Over 3000 RPM. And so yeah. is, yours, yeah. is yours auto? <laughs> it is. It is auto. Okay. Three speed auto. Yes. Not an over. Okay. Gotcha. So I need like an overdrive, like an extra, I just need an extra gear or mm-hmm. two um yeah because yeah it's it's very i mean it's not bad but it's not great it could be better yeah. it could be better i yeah. can make it better easily i know yeah that. i just put a five-speed transmission and it's like okay great now we've got yeah. <laughs> your cruiser is a what year's your cruiser it's a five-speed right it is it's 2003 okay gotcha so you're you're getting your cruiser and your mm, 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 yeah mm, and then you're getting your <laughs> your jeep and your, mm, 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 there's nothing else. For the next year. Hey, where are you at? Come over. I, that, hang I felt that way a lot. Like once I get to like cruising speed around town, like 40, 45, I'm like waiting for that next shift of like, yeah. Uh, it's just like, Wah. yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. we're just doing this. Oh man. Well, uh, I mean, they're traditionally just farm equipment. That's yeah. what, you know, that's what the CJs were, was just legitimately farm equipment. So they didn't expect people to go, you know, over 40 miles an hour so and the speed limits weren't that out there anyway no they weren't well the original gear ratio was a 2.73 and i went oh to 4.56 yeah. i basically doubled the gear ratio almost that's amazing uh, yeah it's double yeah 
I mean, I'm not great at math, but uh, <laughs> math. it's public school education. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, it's funny how when you do these projects, you know, it's like you get it all done, then then you go start driving and you're like, well, mm-hmm. shit. I need something else added to my list. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm excited because like, I do see an end kind of to this, this process and, and we can still rally it with the three yeah. speed because I mean, if we have to get on the highway, I'm just going to be running. Yeah. 50 miles. It's not a race at that point too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, we still got to figure out our team, like in Eric's little rally talk, maybe, I don't know. Eric's out. Mm-hmm. On the rally, he's out. He's throwing his FJ on. Bring a trailer. Hey, heads up, listeners! If you liked his FJ, mm-hmm. I didn't know that it's going on. Bring a trailer this fall. Oh, so, um, yeah. he he got all the stuff fixed from the rally last year and doesn't want to have to do that before he's. <laughs> yeah, he's like, can I ride with Makes you? Like, yeah. Oh man, shoot! Um, the gear bunkers FJ is going on. Wow, which that's a nicely bummed. equipped FJ. Seriously. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's oh, built super well. Nice FJ. Yeah, um, locker front, front rear, rear locked, yeah, <laughs> fully built. locked gang man, mm-hmm. fully built. I mean, mm-hmm. in the back, I mean, he has the right systems. I mean, he has every. I mean, that thing is well, well built. Yep. Um, I think it's going as like a package on nice, like a turnkey type of nice. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna build a Bronco, so he's not. Don't don't feel bad for Eric. Eric's <laughs> yeah, he's got like a Sasquatch or something. Nice thirty fives, five thirty sevens, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. Eric's Eric's upgrading in the world here. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a minimalist build, though. He said he's only gonna have like a washing machine. Yeah, a, a sink, <laughs> hot water shower. <laughs> I think he made us. He made like biscuits or something. I think at the rally. Yeah, yeah. He has a little so he, stove. He's dialed. He knows what he's doing. He does. Hey, he's a pro. He is a pro. Yeah. yeah. And he rallied like a pro too. So I'm going to miss that, um, that, you know, that focus he has. Oh, he's uh he has an ability to, to get in the game pretty easily. Yeah. The tail gunner. Hmm. He was a good tail gunner. He was the on his, gunner. you knew the times he was on him. Yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have to worry about the responsibilities of the FJ. They had, they were always on it. He bought that FJ just because. So when I met him at, um, I met him in Overland Expo East in like I think 2018. Goober grape, right? The Goober grape, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I I I just parked and camped next to him, and I see this red tundra and a guy. And I was like, hey, what's going on? I'm in my Nissan Armada with a Walmart tent, and I had my baller on a budget package that you yep. can see on his channel. It's have you guys watched that? No, I haven't. I need you to. Haven't watched that. Okay, so. He, I we barely met like we've only talked like two times yeah and he's like doing his vlog with his gopro for gear bunker and he comes over with the camera and he's talking about he's like oh jeff's here from auto anything blah blah, blah. <laughs> and then he and i just i just start going with it i'm like yeah. whatever yeah and he, we record this whole video of like my story getting there like flying there landing at midnight going to walmart getting all my camping gear it's like, amazing. I flew there with a duffel bag of clothes. Yeah. Yeah. To Virginia. I've never been there. And I rented 
I rented a car. I rented a four wheel drive because like I was yeah. going and I saw videos of the previous year where everyone got stuck. So like at least yeah. the four wheel drive because yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look like a douche already going there. <laughs> Nissan Armada with the shitty transmission is strawberry yeah. milk of death. <laughs> so, so I get there and and, and I, I roll up and I'm back up in my um, Armada. Yeah. I'm camping next to this four-wheel drive like econoline diesel van and i'm like oh my god and then like the guy behind me is like this like semi-built like rock rock climbing guy not rock crawler rock climbing guy in a tacoma and then there's eric over there so i'm like setting up and like i'm right on the edge and like you're in there like sardines it's so yeah. bad yeah so um and um so so i'm sitting there and, and eric like i was like hey eric nice to meet you blah, blah blah and we were just like talking and then i think it was the next day i'm like making mountain house meals like <laughs> on my the goober on the tailgate, and... like in the back of the i don't even have a table yeah and uh yeah, yeah so i'm all I'll, I'll i'll send you that as that video and you can i'm gonna see out. it for sure i like see to it. talk for 15 minutes but <laughs> So we met there and we were talking. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I have a land cruiser at home. And he's like, Oh, sure, you do. Like, <laughs> Whatever. You got this Nissan shitty Armada. <laughs> Nissan Armada with a rental. I got car. a land cruiser at home. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, triple locked, you know. Whatever. Like swiping through pictures. And this was right when I was rebuilding the, um, the, I just bought the 80 series and I had the 100 series. Yep. So I had both of those. And then my wife, so I had three land cruisers at the time. And, I was rebuilding the the head on it. Mm-hmm. So I was flying there and um yeah, I was like, I got a land cruiser. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Like <laughs> I know what I'm doing. So yeah, yeah, it was funny. And amazing. He, he just started rolling with this video. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so he started talking about an FJ cruiser because he wanted to get into overlanding. Uh, and he okay. had his tundra, he had a tundra that was built out, but it was too big on for the trails. Because he's up in Michigan, right? Yeah, he's up in Michigan. And his wife flew out. And that was the second night, I think. So she shows up and she's like, she came from like a work event. She's in like a dress and like all all like (laughs) dolled up. And I'm like, yeah, what? Like, what are you doing in Overland Expo? And then she like changed into like all of her camping gear. And she's totally cool. And um, he was talking to his wife and he's he's like, you like, you need to pump this up. Like. Yeah, like you need to sell. You need to sell, oh, you need to sell this land cruiser to her. So that I did. You... <laughs> so I did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he um, he ended up getting an FJ cruiser, and he like sent me a sticker nice. of it. Like, dude, thanks for sweetening up. Talking to my wife on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's funny. Well, now it's going up for sale. So yeah, if you're listening, keep an eye out for that that bring a trailer ad because that's I mean. I hadn't seen it in person, but it's if it won third place in Red Clay Rally, it, it's capable. Yeah, it's, it's capable for capable. sure. So, oh man. And so he's building a Bronco, huh? From from what I've heard, yeah, he's got a Bronco going. Oh, he doesn't so have sad. it yet. He's selling yeah. it, selling the FJ. And mm-hmm. I mean, he could probably pay cash for a Bronco with the price of these Toyotas now. Crazy. It's crazy, man especially fjs because like there's kind of like this weird like even more than land cruisers it's like it's cult following with fjs yeah, it's a very niche because they yeah. only made so many mm-hmm. and yep. they were and the cool part is they're still making them overseas 
I didn't know that. Yeah, I think you can buy a brand new one. Let me. That's I'm cool. Look that, up. that is neat. That is yeah. really cool. Yeah, that's a well-built LJ. That's going to be nice on mm-hmm. uh, on bringing a trailer. I uh, I look forward to watching that auction. Yep. Someone's going to get sure. a good one. So he's out on the rally. So mm-hmm. Jeff, we got to figure out. Um, got to figure out what we're doing here, don't we? We do. We got to have some talk talk offline here. What's our? What strategy? about a two-person team? Would that yeah. work? You could do that. Well, Dave's going to be. He's going to be trying to do it in his uh, his Jeep and the CJ. And the CJ. Uh, that we're doesn't have be, any suspension. We're gonna be, uh, so <laughs> we're going to have some some old all old rigs. So he, I mean, shoot, I I think I'd just have to go solo if there's two jeeps with <laughs> the, the senior citizen club. That's what that's going to be called. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah, we got to figure that out. So it would be kind of cool to have like a classics that? division. You can do that, right? Oh, that's cool. I think so. I think so. I'm oh, not yeah. out of CJ. He's been trying to get it dialed in, right? Yeah, he he just put a bunch of work into it. He just he just I saw he did the four to one conversion too on the transfer case. That's what he, he's the one that got me onto the uh the four to one yeah. conversion. Nice. Yeah, he's he's crawling low on that thing, so that adds a ton of uh control. I mean um, to that. How cool would it be to just complete it in a couple old CJs? That'd and, be dope. And an old landing. Don't make me buy that a CJ would be dope. That. No, nah, your 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 Land Cruiser is considered a classic. I'd say it's a classic. My wife you don't want to buy CJ and just take it out to the trail either. Yeah. Right now, like, <laughs> you're, it's, you're gonna be hard pressed to find one that's that's in good mechanical shape that's not also yeah. like have a really nice body as yeah. well that you'd want to take into Kentucky. Yeah, for um, sure. but yeah, and we could all just like swap vehicles throughout the rally and just like have fun <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, that would be fun. That'd be fun. If we I do that, Lang- we still have one more ticket, too. We have a fourth. Okay. So we still got to find a fourth. Steve, do you think my Land Cruiser would be strong enough to tow both of the Jeeps behind me? Not your AD. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah. Hell no, not with that not six with that inline movie. six. That shit would hit it would hit a hill and be like, nah. I'm done. It's nah. only 0.2 it would, liters <laughs> smaller than your engine. At least I don't have head gasket issues. Mine's good. You <laughs> <laughs> saying stuff like that, Steve. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't even trust mine towing the a Jeep. Shit, it's so heavy. No it's pretty light. I was thinking about flat towing it behind the Land Cruiser. That yeah, might could you, work. Got, you can just disconnect the transfer case in neutral, right? Mm-hmm. When you do the when you do the four to one, does that add an, an a neutral or is it just high or low? Is it just one or the other? So I've been researching this. So I could sure be I could be is. wrong if someone knows this. It's listening. Maybe it just does. I think it just does high or low. Yeah. I, so I think traditionally. Oh, because like you have atlas transfer case which is like multiple sticks yeah so and you can do like the front and the rear have you seen yeah. that trail mater uh no i haven't so trail mater is a recovery guy in utah mm-hmm. and he has this old dually is it Chevy? oh has has sir william uh, uh interviewed him though. before i like, don't he know. has like a 
dually with like no doors and like a yeah. big old crank. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw him in Utah actually. Oh, you did? Cool. Okay. Yeah. So he works out there. He's kind of like the Matt's off-road recovery in yeah. like Moab. Mm-hmm. And um, he can do, he can just put power to the front or the rear. So he, he'll it's do a these, damn tractor. He I does swear. these trail turns, dude. It's so sick. The first time <laughs> I was like blinking, like, wait, what did I just see? <laughs> So he, yeah. he puts he puts it in in four low or, or yeah. let's say I don't know two wheel drive and he just mm-hmm. sends the power to the front wheels mm-hmm. and he sits on the brake and it's a and it's a it's a manual so yeah. so he has three pedals so he, yeah. he puts the brake on mm-hmm. and the back brakes are on the front brakes are not and he turns the wheel so it, it starts pulling them. And it, it like it's like in a front wheel drive car like holding the emergency brake. It holds the rear wheel so it spins them around. Yeah, it it's like turns them around. Yeah, Whoa. it's like yeah, it's like turn assist on the two hundreds. How that's does does he have like a line locker or something to where he can like not? Like, that's what I was thinking. Like he'd have a line the transfer lock case wouldn't wouldn't allow him his brakes to not work in the front. He'd have to have some line lock and you well, know, I think the going. engine would just overpower it. Oh yeah, kind of like doing a power brake. That makes sense. Yes. So any mm. anyway, it's super cool. So because you don't need much power to hold the wheel locked in the rear if it's not turning. No. No. But that that's that's what I understand is the value of the of the four to one conversion and twin stick. That's all one. The twin stick is also a conversion that happens. Oh, the, okay, cool. Okay. So you, you would have, have twin sticks. To, yeah. Like you can you can put no power to the front and go in four low in the rear, yeah. or have your rear in neutral and go in two low in the front. Okay, so you would have, you have gotcha. selectable control for all of that for front and rear independently of each other. Gotcha. Um, one of the values that I like about it is um, that Dana three hundred sometimes have while after being in four wheel drive can get binded up, get tight, and it's really difficult to get out of four wheel drive. Uh, and on the rally, um, unlike the Land Cruiser, which one of my favorite things about the Land Cruiser is you can just like go straight from the road. Yep. slam into off-road and you just press a button as you're going down the road and you're good yeah. and if you have to go four yeah. low you got to stop but four low to four high and the land cruiser is super smooth yeah um that jeep is rolling yeah and so i had a lot of issues getting in and out in the rally when i had it last time and that's not something i want to deal with when i go out this year i want to be able to get it in and out of four high and two high very easily mm-hmm. um so the twin stick and conversion sounds like a yeah Good and with that, you can just leave the front hubs locked the whole time. The whole time. Yep. Because because you have the the strength there, and then you have the if you get the twin sticks. That's right. So on my old Jeep, uh, I had to have like a little bit of momentum for it to slip into four low or four high. Any four wheel drive is that how it is on your CJ, where you need it's, a little bit of speed? Because on the Land Cruisers, you need to be stopped in neutral, flip it into low under then, five miles an hour. You oh, could do it I didn't, I didn't know you could. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, not like going fast, but like sure. I'll usually like slow down to where I'm just like you can just see I'm rolling, and then I'll pop it in. Mm-hmm. So like you don't actually have to stop. So I can do like a, a California stop. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, cha. Yeah, <laughs> and get in and out of it, so you don't actually have oh. to fully stop. I mean, you might hear like a little, you know, a little yeah. bit of a grind, mm-hmm. but I mean, if you do, so, okay. So I didn't day, know that. You know, yeah, <laughs> you don't have to like stop. come. You don't have to like come to a full stop, like mm. check your mirrors and then you put it in four low. You can kind of just be rolling slow. Gotcha. 
I'm with you, Steve. I always come to a stop and just yeah. flip it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't drive an 80, so we don't just fucking. <laughs> you yeah. guys know you can shift a manual without using the clutch? Yes. I had to do that on my Jeep. So my Jeep was a manual and my clutch went out. It was making terrible sounds. So yeah. I had to drive like uh, 15 miles or whatever to the transmission shop to get the clutch fixed. And it was a fun, it was a real fun drive yeah. from uh, <laughs> home to the, the transmission shop. So oh, man. <laughs> it was fun. It was good learning. Like seriously though, like I learned a lot about transmissions just doing that. And I had practiced before. Right. So I think a key component to, to understanding manual transmissions is like to restart your engine. If you, without cranking your key, right? Like a, a bump start mm-hmm. or also shifting without clutching in. I think that's important things to know because you just never know if like your vehicle never starts or if your clutch goes out, you need to know those shift points yeah. so that you don't destroy your transmission if you need to get off a hill or whatever, or, you know, down off a mountain or something. So, yeah, I learned that the it was it was fun for me in the in the moment and it was a really good learning experience for sure. Nice. Yeah. So there was uh so we were talking about the dual transfer case. Have y'all heard of on Instagram? He's it's called the slowest Tacoma. Yeah. Have you it's, it's 56 like- speeds, 580 to one crawl ratio. Yeah. The first gear speed is 8.8 hours per mile. Like it's not even miles per hour, it's hours per mile. So have you watched the videos of him getting out yeah. up things? <laughs> Yes, it's like he, a four, it's a four cylinder, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. a water. Yeah, yeah. So he'll just jump out and like have a full ass interview while his truck is just like slowly crawling up this. I'm You're like, what never is going? breaking an axle. You're <laughs> never gonna do it. Never. He's also never getting on the highway or getting anything past no. The school so speed he has, limit, but no, it's it's a total normal. So the Toyotas, there's a, there's certain Toyota, the Toyota manual transmissions mm-hmm. have the ability to just stack these, um, to stack the oh cool the key reductions. Yeah, so it goes on the transmission. Okay, so you're not even okay. So you're not. It's not gearing in the differential. Correct. It goes between the case. transmission yeah. and mm-hmm. the transfer case. So you can stack as many. So he has a really, really short drive shift. I think he has three of them. So you do <laughs> okay. you do four to one, and then you yeah. do four to one again on the four to one, mm. and then you do four to one on that, and it, it's it's the three hundred whatever to one, and then you have the stock Toyota four three point whatever to one. So he has wow. them stacked. And he can do each one. And I mean, it's just crazy. The Yeah. 580 to one. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. 8.8 yeah, hours per mile. You would, you would sit there and you could be in fifth gear rock calling up the steepest hill you've ever been up. That's crazy. There's a happy medium. Once you go too slow, it's yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> well, that but was uh that was always some Marley really, crawler. Yeah. Modern that was always colors. something really interesting in my Jeep is that when I would drop it into four low, like I was typically in third gear, just like starting yeah. off just because first gear was too low. Second gear was too low. Third gear was enough to get me to like 10 miles per hour or 15 yeah. miles per hour. So um, I think it's always really important for anybody to, if they want to learn about gearing, hop into a manual transmission full drive and see how gearing changes 
Yep. When you when you drive in four low, because it's always really fascinating to me, especially that first time I was like popped it into first first gear four low. I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Right. This was yeah, I never experienced. It. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, never, like, I didn't understand. I was like, what the hell? And then after a couple of years, I was like, oh, I could start in fifth gear and be completely fine. And, and be like cruise gear. until 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it's, it's cool. I love, I don't know. I don't necessarily always understand gearing. Like if someone talks to me about gearing, I don't understand it, but I understand like the concept of what it feels like and how lower gearing correlates to the, the manual transmission on a vehicle. Yeah. On my cruisers, the, the land cruisers, I think the eighties and the hundreds have it. I have a second gear button so a second gear start button that's that's Mm -hmm. for the snow technically yeah um my 80 right now i don't think i could burn out in the snow and four high so it's pointless (laughs) but i use it all the time (laughs) yeah in four low so Mm. i can put the shifter in second gear i like to when i'm in four low i I like to control the speeds yeah um so i'll put it in second gear and i'll push the second gear start Mm. and it will just stay in second gear. So it'll start in second gear and stay in second gear, or I can put it in third or I think it's drive right drive mm-hmm. on mine and I can have it start in second. So, cause the first is low. I mean, it's not yeah. as low as a Jeep on mm-hmm. manual Jeep. Cause those are stupid low, <laughs> um, but it, it, it's so low that it doesn't jerk you every time it yeah. shifts. Cause it, yeah. it's, it's decently low. Um, and that's what I use that all the time. Mm-hmm. So you can start in a second. So, yeah, this I got uh, to use that one time in the snow. Oh, did you really? Did yeah. it actually work? It did. Yeah, we were we were up awesome. um, in North Carolina snowboarding and mm-hmm. had to like park in this kind of ditch area and it had been snowing. And I went to leave and I just went to kind of pull out and it was like, I was like, huh. oh, <laughs> yeah. So I kind of backed it up a little bit, kind of while I was kind of had to pull up the hill and I was like, yeah. ah, let's try this button. <laughs> and I was like, this is for snow. And so I yeah. pushed it and just kind of like gave it a second and just kind of took my foot off the brake and it didn't kind of move. Mm-hmm. And I just slowly hit the gas and all of a sudden you just yeah. kind of felt it just slowly start to move. And I just kind of held it there, yep. you know, and just let it just slowly move out. And I was like, nice. That was pretty cool. That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I've never like, actually, yeah, used it in four wheel drive before. But I, well, I mean, I guess my truck's always four wheel drive, but like I did also, drive low engage the center diff lock so that way i didn't if one wheel started yeah. spinning in the front or rear it didn't isolate yeah. to that wheel mm. yeah that'll make a big difference in the snow yeah i would love to see a a, a demonstration video to show people like how to use it because so many people just don't know what those buttons do they think it's yeah. a locker because i think the sequoias some of the sequoias have a center diff lock button yeah they do there's like mm-hmm. a limited or something that was all wheel drive and and whatnot well, um, I didn't know until last year that you can just flip that bad boy on anytime you're off pavement and you can anyway, just run it. Like, like I always diff, thought, yeah. I always thought it was something I probably talked about on the podcast, I think too, around that time yeah. when I found out in Colorado this time last year. Yeah. Lee's like, no, anytime you, you get off road, just push that button and, and run that the whole time. And I was like, what? And then when I started doing it, yeah. I was like, I could tell, really tell a difference in mm-hmm. just how. I don't planted is probably a good word you yeah. feel so when it, that's it, in. It returns off your your brake ABS system, which is mm-hmm. huge for off road because 
that's the big downside to mine is I don't have that until I go into four low because I don't have a center diff lock. Mm. So okay. if, I, if I'm in four high and I'm on a dirt trail bomb and I need to sign on my brakes, no, it just doesn't happen because mm-hmm. the back locks up first, the ABS starts trying to turn on and then my pedal just becomes, you know, mushy and it's letting the system do it and it doesn't work. So mm. anytime you hit the dirt, that center yeah. lock should be pushed and you should be using it anyways, because if you don't use it, it's going to just get locked up yeah, and not work and get stuck. So that actually happened to me. So the, the little solenoid, I hadn't used it in six months or something and I would push a button and it would flash and then nothing, it wouldn't engage. Uh, and then a couple more times it finally unstuck itself and now it's been solid ever since. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of wild because there's so much like technology built into our Land Cruisers that people just don't know about, right? They think, oh, it's full time, four wheel drive. I can go anywhere and they keep it in high and in drive, but they don't realize that they have one, two, three, four gears plus a low range plus yeah. a center diff lock. And then the ECT power also changes a whole shift pattern of everything. So, like, you have so many tools at your disposal with these hundred, yeah, at least the hundred series. I, I know you can do like a six pin. Uh, uh, I don't know what it is mod on 80 series for yeah. something with the center diff. So I don't, I don't necessarily know what that is, Yeah, uh, but you have so many tools at your disposal with these hundred series that it's kind of crazy. They're tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're very, very tough. Yeah. I, love it. I had to do that mod coming home from the desert one time. I, I broke my U-joints, so I had to take out the front the drive story. shaft. Oh, uh, yeah. I and I that. used the hazard switch as the same type of switch as the, the center diff lock. So yep. I just took the hazard switch out, put it in the diff lock, um, plugged it in, and then I had a diff lock button. Freaking MacGyver. You put it in four low, and then you pull the diff lock fuse. There's a solenoid fuse. I think it's a 20 amp. Mm-hmm. You can pull that fuse out. And then you put it right back into four high. Oh, okay. You're actually shifting with the four high, but there's a solenoid that actually locks the center. And pulling the fuse doesn't allow it to disengage. Yeah, yeah the motor winds out <laughs> and locks it in, and then you just yeah. do that. So I did that last time, so I don't have to take the dash part. Speaking of breaking things, a lot of our listeners went out to uh, Colorado uh, and Moab. Yeah. Um, like uh, uh, Matt Huey. Uh, Matt Bowling, um, they all did Black Bear in the Rain, tons of damage. Yeah. Like, I'm in one of the group chats with them, tons, <laughs> dude. Like, one guy, uh, Patch, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, he he grenaded his front diff, like, oh. messed up his Iron Man bumper, put it, pushed it up into the lights. Uh, Matt Huey, <laughs> oh, if, he, if you're listening, uh, he, his uh, um, trailing arms are bananas now. Oh, Multiple, he actually <laughs> ran. Shout out to that guy. He ran Hell's Gate in a stock yeah. LX. Yeah, amazing on KO2's 18 inch steel wheels. Fucking crushed it. So shout out to that guy. I yeah. mean, he uh, it, that Colorado trip with, with it was like with Lee Sumner, Bowling, Huey, uh, Sargi, a couple other like um, Sean. Oh gosh, I don't remember his name. Is Noble Oak? 
they had a blast for the past week and a half and just wrecked their shit. So <laughs> I think Will was there this, too, right? Yeah. Will yeah. met up with Will, him. Yeah, Will, Will met up with him. And of course, his front bumper popped off. That's no <laughs> nothing new. So, yeah, standard. Yeah, <laughs> standard practice for Will. So yeah, shout out to them, man. They they just were living the life out there. So that was that was fun to follow along with them. That's awesome. But lots of damage. I messaged Matt. And I was like, dude, I would have not done that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the <laughs> no. risk and reward. Would I not. know. I know. I was like, it just, and like people's drive shafts were fucking like, they had to stop off at like cruiser, some sort of cruiser, cruiser shop. To pull dr- yeah. Well, it wasn't cruiser. Oh, cruiser it was, yeah, the junkyard uh, cruiser place. Yeah, 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 that place. And they had to pull drive shafts and like a lot of people had a lot of damage. So they just, <laughs> They had a blast out there. So if you're listening, shout out to y'all for oh, for, for living it out, living it up out there. So that's a, that's a good trip. Yeah, they hit all the right spots. One hell of a trip. Yep, I can't it's imagine the perfect time doing, of the year. Yeah, doing Black Bear in the rain. Nope, that's in Sketch nope. City, man. <laughs> I'm, not doing, I'm not doing Black Bear again. No, <laughs> I got Never. my badge. Yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> so yeah it was uh it was a blast following along with them so we're glad they all made it out safe yeah just damaged yeah uh sounds like matt's got a good excuse to buy some iron man right yeah yeah those are beefy i haven't been able to bend those yet i don't think lee has either he's the one that turned me on to him if lee can't break him they're pretty solid break them yeah no minor bent like bananas from the rally last year i think oh man same ones. <laughs> I think they're the same same ones. Iron Man or oh yeah. In the hundreds are interchangeable, I think, if I remember mm. right. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. the rear I have I have some uh rear upper control arms adjustable ones that I need to put on. I just haven't because the stock ones are fine. Yeah. <laughs> haven't broken yet they don't hit anything so (laughs) (laughs) the trailing arms i got some leaks man i got some oil leaks oh do you Uh oh yeah the front i need to change the uh the the front main seal and then Mm. the oil pump is on the front and it leaks like a sieve and it never it it hadn't leaked it's a known thing on the 80s and it hasn't it hadn't leaked in you know two years since i got it Mm -hmm. all of a sudden now this summer I, I got hot i feel like it got hot you know towing the trailer or something and like it just kind of like yeah. started wearing out more so speaking of real quick uh you towing up the the trailer up the three thousand foot elevation you're <laughs> shooting gas 15 oh. feet off your land cruiser <laughs> yeah. dude that i wish i would have gotten video of that oh, that man. was the wildest thing so yeah the, the the land cruisers are known for building pressure in the tanks yeah um so steve and i got up there we're at 3200 feet ish mm-hmm. and we can which just, i thought that was kind of low for like the typical altitude that we yeah, see with land cruisers i think it was hot i think it was just hot out i think that's so what it was yeah it was just the temperature was warm and when you climb you climb pretty quick too yeah. yeah it's a quick climb so we got out and you hear like the sit hissing you can smell gas so mm-hmm. i'm like i'm gonna crack my gas cap to relieve the pressure <laughs> I think yeah. I was at least I had to have been. I know I filled up right well, before. It, we it was only out. like it's only like 60 miles from my house. So yeah. it's not I didn't use that much. I had maybe mm. three quarters of a tank. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll I'll 
crack the gas cap just to let some pressure out. Yeah. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. There was gas shooting. There's a little metal flap on the tanks, right? There was gas shooting out of my tank. I'm not kidding. At least four feet out of the it vehicle. Wild. Which I could walk underneath the spray that yeah, was coming out was, of my gas tank. It was so forceful. And it smelled so <laughs> whole campground he was like i got gas coming out of my yeah (laughs) i was like oh my god dude it was it was i wish i would have gotten video man i don't know why i didn't video i had gas all over my hands there was gas all over my car it was wild (laughs) tiki torch right there perfect no yeah (laughs) that would have been an insurance claim man Guys, it's been great hanging tonight. Yeah, Catching it's been up. a lot of fun. Yes. Y'all, uh, y'all, y'all got any plans the next couple months? Or Jeff, you started talking a little bit about your. Sounds like you might be starting your rally list. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I guess you can call talking it talking about some the oil, maintenance oil list. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. There's a couple of bent things. My steering's bent. I think. I think it's been like that for a while. But. That's a, that's a pretty big trip when you think about it, especially coming from you're a couple hours past me, so you're. Five, six hours, like five now? hours, yeah, five and a half hours, and then you're talking five, six hour days for three days straight of just mm-hmm. easy wheel, easy driving. Uh, <laughs> <Sunday> <laughs> that's <night>. a lie. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave yesterday said I was talking to him on the front porch, and he's like, Red Kite Rally wasn't that hard. I'm like, You didn't compete. <laughs> I mean, you weren't, <laughs> driving, <laughs> buddy. you weren't driving, but I mean, it wasn't that bad, but. Yeah. You know, I wonder. Was... I wonder how how much Dave was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> to really know how yeah. hard it was from the passenger seat. It's yeah, tough, it's you know, because a... you're out of Kentucky. Sometimes you get lost. You're out in the. You're out in. You know, the nature's there. It there, was cool. There's... Yeah. Uh, and then you forget that you just banged a slider off of a rock and bench trailing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember me ratchet strapping my tire back on because it hit so many times. I do. I do remember that. I remember having to get out and get a hammer and beat your bumper out of your tire. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And then uh, picking up the plastic cladding that fell off from hitting the tree. You duct tape colored. Uh, yeah, oh. my, the, the duct tape. So the, the passenger side of the vehicle, the second... Yeah the second door, the, the back yeah. door mm-hmm. got hit really hard and it, the cladding was just flapping off yeah. the same duct tapes on there from the rally. <laughs> the same, the trail fixed covered it's in amazing. mud, wiped off with like a, a paper towel is still on there. Shout out to duct tape for holding yeah. line cruisers together. <laughs> That's why you painted the same color as duct tape. Thanks. <laughs> hey, we didn't even talk about this. In the start of the podcast, which we probably need to at some point, but What's that? our what we're going to be our partnership with the rally. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, that's officially official now. It's, oh, it's I'm the excited. reels. Um, but, you know, Steve, this has really been, you know, led by you in the fact yeah. of since we started doing this, you've always wanted to find a way to give back to the community through yeah. this um this passion we all have right yeah, and definitely. and so 
we have that opportunity now. Yeah, I'm so uh, excited about this. You want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So when when LJ first and I'll give you I'll give our listeners some background when LJ first approached us of like, yo, I want to start a podcast of just like talking every week. No, no specific reason. I just want to start a podcast of us talking. We all have really good experience, really good knowledge, and I think it'd be valuable. And I said, awesome. One thing I would love to do is, is start building a, a community that takes care of the trails that we run. And I mean, like picking up the trash, picking up the garbage. And so that, that's just been a really big passion of mine because I'm, I'm big on the leave no trace um, um, principles, right? Where leave it better than you found it. If you find trash on the trail, just pick it up. Like it just makes things so much better. So this opportunity with red clay rally arose with like the ability to use this event. That's well-established that has lots of people come here, but let's try to try to flip the script a little bit and try to clean up this community because for a lot of people, they don't know that like the community that red clay rally is hosted in, it actually brings in a lot of, money into that community into that really small community and you even you've even said it a couple times lj or like gas station owners are like we make our year yeah, from Zach this said that when he yeah. was on he said they'll sell a lot of gas um mm-hmm. and and you know you you just you generate income when you yeah. have 200 plus vehicles that show up for three to four days and they all uh, need gas in this they, little oh, spot yeah. and they mm-hmm. see this one little gas station and, and yeah you roll in there and you take over the whole gas station. So. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you like elevate the community un- unknowingly, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you help these small business owners. And so I wanted to kind of expand that because maybe it's, it's all over the, the U S but specifically in the Southeast, it, it seems like a lot of our really gorgeous trails are just littered with trash, whether that be locals or whether that be people coming in from out of state to me, it doesn't matter. Trash is trash, right? So I wanted to use the platform of the Red Clay Rally because we've always talked about it. These guys have have podium on on the Red Clay Rally. So I was like, let's let's utilize this platform of the Red Clay Rally to make the the area a cleaner area. And so, I mean, you say it, it was it was my idea, but it was really LJ your you're pushed to talk with the the um zach the the coordinator of the red Red clay rally and really get us established there yeah yeah well he so he's all he's had a history you know i've I've been a part of the rally now as a competitor for three years yeah and uh the first couple years he did a big pickup was kind of a big was was a big focus and there was a giveaway and Mm-hmm. I think the last couple of years that trailed off a little bit. And so, um, yeah. And, and we had talked about it on the podcast, I think as well, when he came yeah. on and, and I set him up and I was like, Hey, is this something that you want to bring back? If mm-hmm. you want to bring it back. I talked to the guys, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll put together a pretty nice package. Yeah. Um, pretty nice package, uh, for <laughs> the team that, can haul in the most trash per yeah. by pound. Yep. Um, and, and so there's going to be 
you know, we we're, we're going through it right now. Or, you know, we're, we're starting to talk about exactly what's going to be in it. Um, the value of it. I was actually down at mill Creek today. He's got some stuff there. He was thinking of donating cool. into it that he just had around the shop. Uh, I'm going to talk to our other vendors that we work with um, and, and see what we can do to, to either raise funds or um, get donations. And of course I'm putting, you know, we're putting our money where our mouth I'm is putting my money, yep. and we're, we're donating to the cause to put a really nice package together um, valued at, at a good sum of money for, for this mm-hmm. team to take in. And so it'll be fun to see the, you know, yeah. the teams out there as you go by, if there's some trash out, you got to, you got to yep. pick it up now because yep. you never know, right? You never know. You may not yeah. place, but you can get an awesome, awesome, you know, prize. yeah, an awesome prize. And it's just, it's such a passion for me, right? Like it's, it, it's, it's sad to see these areas that we love and that are so beautiful be shut down because people will throw their, their trash out. And, and oh, yeah. like a piece of plastic, uh, uh, like a Walmart bag, like a, the plastic Walmart bags takes hundreds of years to decompose. And so if we can just grab that, throw that in our trash bag or throw that in the back of the a trash or whatever, just get yeah. that off the trail that cleans up the trail, makes it better for the next generation and makes it better for everybody to enjoy what we love doing, which is being outdoors. So it's a huge passion for me and I'm excited. That, yeah. Yeah, you put I'm your ex- focus back on nature because exactly. you're on a trail and you're like, oh, look at all that trash. And you're like, you got to forget, you forget mm-hmm. where you're at. And it's just, yeah. Well, it's yeah. important to Zach. Yeah. Um, I know that it's a, it's important to us. And, and I believe, I believe it's important to most of the people who are going to be out there. And so, um, you know, we can do our part. And obviously, we're going to be picking up trash as we go through it as well, because that's just who mm-hmm. we are. Um, yeah. But on top of that, I know Zach will make sure that everyone knows, you know, we'll have that, that prize pack there. So everybody can Mm -hmm. see, Hey, here's what you get. You know, sitting, sitting a a slouch here. You ain't getting some cracker jacks and some (laughs) some bullshit. Right. We're going to set it up right. We're going to do it. I'm putting, we're putting our name on it. It's (laughs) going to be good. Definitely. Um, So, uh, and, and on top of that, I, I, I believe with, with those two things and with the community that the rally is, and the community that I know we are as people who enjoy yeah. outdoors, I think it'll be a great opportunity for us to clean up the area and, and just help out the area. Right. And you look at Definitely. what happened last week and that same area, they got hit with floods in last week, man. They mm-hmm. got, Oh, they got just yeah. decimated. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I'm sure there'll be plenty of opportunities for us to help them clean their area up as yeah. we, as we move through this. So excited to be a part of that, excited to Very partner excited. with the rally in a really awesome way and do our part to help, uh, keep the area clean around here, keep it open and yep. keep it, keep, keep us being able to go out and enjoy it. Definitely. Definitely. Because too many of our trails get shut down because people are too lazy to pick up their, you know, their, their Budweiser cans or the bush light cans, or, or even just pick up just the, the, yeah. their, their trash that they leave. So, yeah, I'm super stoked that this is going to become a component, and I plan on supporting this and, and the rally and, and everything that it stands for for years to come because of this. So, yep. And hey, if you if you're listening out there and you want to help be a part of this, uh, reach out to us. Let us know. Um, I'll give you a Venmo. Give you something. You can donate some money to to go towards the prize pack. Uh, we'll figure out some way you can help. 
if you yeah. want to help be a part of doing this, um, always want to invite yeah. the community to continue to help us do this as well. So yep. happy to take donations and and collect them and, and be able to make this better. We'll do that all the way up to the rally because shit, I'll go to AutoZone on the way in if someone gives me a hundred dollars <laughs> and we'll pick yep. up some more cool shit. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. for this. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we'll 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 make it we'll we'll make it worth it. Um, to be able to to do some more good and 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 bring some some joy into the community. Definitely. Um, well, awesome guys. I think that's an awesome, awesome piece to end on there. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, it was. It, yeah, I agree. It's it's some passionate. We're we're all all for, and uh, it's something that feels good. You know. Definitely, definitely. Well, guys, it was so much fun doing a summer check in yeah. with yes. you all. Uh, <laughs> I hope we get to do it again soon. Uh, yes, I know we're going to get busy here. We got school starting next week. I know Jeff, mm. you probably got the same down there. Oh soon. yeah. Wow. We're going back. Uh, so it'll get busy, and then right rally preps coming. So Oof. you got to be getting getting ready for that. So oh um, man, yeah, two years of rally. I got some abuse. So time to. Uh, <laughs> time to start dropping some coin <laughs> should be some good stuff i i feel like maybe maybe a few weeks out we got to get old zach back in here to to yep. give us all the all the the early pointers Ooh, while everybody's yes. doing rally prep they can listen to the podcast and and see what zach has to say leading up to it all the insider tips so oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> um well cool guys well we will see y'all later thanks for listening all and right. we'll catch y'all on the other side Bye, see y'all. you guys